three, two, one. It's the Puff and Steph podcast. Puff and Steph, another day hanging out on your listening device. What's up, everybody? Steph, question for you. Were you outside yes. today? Yes, for like five hours. <laughs> I can tell. Um, you're a little, I don't, I don't even call you burnt, but you're definitely like tan. You got some sun, it looks like. You can tell. Uh-huh. How long? Sometimes you- when you poke sun, you can see the, the dots from it. Or that's just something you're doing in front of your webcam. Um, <laughs> how long were you out? Um, well, we had pra- hockey practice at field hockey this morning. Field, ho- field hockey practice. Field hockey, yes. I'm sorry. Field hockey practice. Um, and it went till like 11. And then I went and did some stuff on the track with one of my friends. And I just got home around like two-ish so it was several hours that's ridiculous uh by the way for those of you who don't know we do record this show usually the day before it um airs uh right now the heat index is a hundred i just checked it before we started it's a hundred heat index (laughs) so steph you were outside running around like an idiot in the sun at a hundred degrees Honestly, it just didn't feel that bad to me. I really like the heat, so it doesn't really bother me that much. I love it. I did I did 18 <laughs> miles on the bike today in beautiful air conditioning. Good for you. Did you watch like TV while you did it? Or? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Nice. Yep. Did and I and it was in like a dark room, so I didn't get like sunburned because sometimes even bright lights <laughs> in a room can can hurt me. So you were out for four or five hours in the sun. Um, you told me off off the air that you didn't wear any sunscreen. I didn't because I didn't think I was going to be out that long, but it just kind of transpired that way. So maybe that is why I got a little burnt. Do you know that if I did that, I would, is there even anything red, red enough in this room to. This is red or this is like orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would look exactly like, I would look exactly like that thing, that bottle she's holding. That's what I would, I would look like a tomato. It would be awful. Yes. Oh, yeah, that definitely is a perfect example of the color I would be if I was out for four or five yeah. hours. With I mean, half an hour, I would look almost close to that. Yeah, that would be rough. I know you have very sensitive skin. It's sensitive alabaster skin, yes. <laughs> is that what you call it? Yes, I do. I do. So uh, I bought this thing, and you don't know what it is yet, and this is not something we're going to do today. We don't have the time, and I kind of want you to come over and do it with. If I say do it with me, I mean like watch me as I do it. It's another thing that's going to cause me pain. Oh yes, yeah, sweet, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I figured you might be. Uh, so the last thing I bought, which we haven't even used yet, do you remember? We haven't even used this yet. That's right. My breathalyzer. We haven't even used this yeah when we need to so maybe we can do a double thing where we're both drinking and we use this <laughs> and then and but anyway that's not what i'm talking about that would be fun i bought and i don't know why i think i saw someone else do it and i went oh we should do that on the show um a nose wax kit <laughs> you love ripping your nose hairs out right so i figure instead of doing them one by one you like heat up the little nub Little, uh-huh. Right, you heat it's up this nub. little nub on top, right. and then you like shove it in your nose, and you let the wax cool, 
and then you just oh. then you just you rip it out. Wow. Okay, yeah, that sounds really painful. I'm I'm interested. It's You've called, intrigued me. It's called Nad's Nose Wax Kit. <laughs> Nad's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did too. Don't feel bad. Um, it says for, for it. men and women, quick and easy DIY nose hair removal. It says. Okay, they, could this be a puff does stuff? Um, yeah, this could be a puff does stuff, I suppose. Or puff tries stuff. What's really cool is I give you a safe tip applicator. So those things go in your nose. You have nose wax, and then you put it on the applicator. But before that, you put like this sticker. Like if you're a dude and you have like a mustache, kind of like I do, um, you put this sticker above that looks like a mustache. See? See? See that mustache? It looks like a fake mustache. Right. So you put it above and it protects your nose hairs from getting wax, or not your nose hairs, your, your lip hair from getting wax on them. Okay. Oh, perfect. How smart of them. They thought of everything. Post wax calming oil strips. Wait, so I'm supposed to shove these up my nose? After I'm done. That okay. means you're going to have pain afterwards. That means it's going to be sore. <sighs> Specially formulated hard wax is ideal for effective removal of embarrassing and unsightly nose hair. Smoothing the nose surface and removing middle brow hair. Oh, so it's for like your it's like unibrow too if you wanted to use it for that. Oh, nice. Okay. Oh, man. That's a, that's a really fun idea. And I think you could do Puff does stuff. Puff waxes his nose hairs. It's a Puff tries stuff. <laughs> All right. We're going to do this uh, some point in the near future. Yes. I want to be there for it. So, we can do it while we're drinking. It'll be even more fun. Sure. We'll, we'll, <laughs> this is where we're at now in Corona land where we're like, we can't do anything. So let's get drunk and cause pain to each other. Yes, it's perfect. There's nothing else to do. Well, that's where we're at. Um, so check this out. London is a terribly expensive place to live. You know, like places like New York City or LA or Dallas, Miami, they Chicago, they're expensive. It's expensive to live there. But, you know, London is right up there with them. A micro apartment with a shower and sink right next to the bed has gone on sale in Notting Hill in West London, very posh, very like, <laughs> yes, pinky up everything. You have to use your pinky, you have to be pinky up when you're going to the bathroom. Like, that's how <laughs> fancy that place is. Anyway, 79 square foot apartment. Oh my gosh. So that, you can barely move. Right. That's probably about two to three of your bathrooms, like your main bathroom in your house. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as a single bed, a shower, and a toilet cubicle, $250,000. Oh, my gosh. That would get you, like, a nice house with a garage and a yard here. Yeah, that's, that's. I mean, I don't want to say exactly what we paid, but that's close to my house right here where I'm living. My big house. Wow. My three-story house with a yard and a two-car garage and all that stuff. Yeah. And an attic that we turned into a podcast studio. Yeah. All that. Yeah. Everything. And you can get 79 wow. square feet. So I couldn't do it. No. Why, why would, how could anybody do it? Because if you're making enough where you can afford a $250,000 house, you're doing okay. But in London, you're nothing. You're garbage. You're like poor. 
Like right. I thought my first apartment in Harrisburg was small and it was, it was like 400 square feet and it was a studio apartment. So it was all just one room basically. Uh, right. yeah. In London, that would be like, shoot, probably 750 grand. Yeah. So even the people that can afford to live in one of these, they're like, they're still like roughing it. Yeah. hundred percent. Wow. All right. So let's talk about something else that might be near and dear to your heart. Disney World. They've updated. Disney is near and dear. <laughs> they've updated its face mask policy, banning guests from eating and drinking while walking around the park. No, because of the masks. They said less than ten days after reopening, they found people were using the eating and drinking loophole to take their mask down while strolling <laughs> around the park. So they would go and they would buy a bottle of water. Pro I don't. I've never bought a bottle of water at Disney. I've only been there once, but it's probably nine bucks. So they went and they go and they, they buy a bottle of water and they just take small sips throughout the day and they nurse that bottle of water or they nurse that corn dog or whatever. Right. They're just like nibble and they just so they can have their mask down. Guests, right. I think they're tricky. Guests are now being asked to find a safe spot six feet from other guests before removing their masks to eat or drink. So no longer are you supposed to walk around the park with your mask down. You now have to go find a spot to sit six feet from anyone else, enjoy your food, enjoy your beverage, get up, put your mask on, and then go enjoy the magic. See, that's hard because if you do have a drink or something, you don't sit down and drink it all at once necessarily. You like to walk and drink. And, and, and this happened to me at the gym the other day because you're supposed to wear your mask when you're walking from machine to machine. So I like pulled my mask. I didn't want to take a drink while I was walking. So I decided to pull my mask up to get the drink in underneath and it covered the mask covered my eyes and I felt like an idiot. It doesn't work. <laughs> You gotta pull it down. I thought you were you gonna say. I thought you were gonna say somebody yelled at you. That would have been awesome. Oh no! Thankfully no, because I would have cried. Excuse me, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. Are you? You need to not drink from your puff burnt colored uh, thermos. Uh, That's right, what it is. While you're while you're moving, please sit down and drink. Everyone knows if, if you're sitting, you can't get coronavirus. Right. Of course. That's how it works. It's a well-known fact. Uh, coming up in just a couple of seconds, we have um, a brand new advice column. Someone hit us up on Facebook. They actually, I felt bad. They hit us up uh, last Thursday morning. So we couldn't actually get to this one last week. So hopefully nothing bad has happened within the past week. But we're going to solve another problem coming up in a couple minutes. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at HarrisburgPAPawn.com. 
Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. Okay, friends, we want to entertain you. We want to make your lives better. And that's why we invented the advice column. Our opportunity to listen to your issues and then turn around and act like therapists or counselors, although we are not licensed in either, and try to make your life better. You know, because of our, very, our various life experiences, you know, I think we're well-equipped to answer people's problems. I think so. I like uh, to think so. Okay. This one came to us last Thursday, like right the last minute, right before we recorded the show uh, for Thursday. This one came down, and we didn't get a chance to do it last week, so we're doing it this week. Hopefully nothing crazy has happened in the meantime. Hopefully this was a problem that didn't require immediate action. If it did, <laughs> yeah, sorry, our bad. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Puffin Steph. My name is Shannon. She put Shannon in quotes and then the shush emoji and like the wink emoji. So I'm guessing her name's not really Shannon. <laughs> I have a problem that is negatively impacting my life and my marriage. I hope you guys have some advice for me. I have a, in, in capitals, monster in law. Oh, that's rough. My husband and I have been together for over 10 years. His mother does not like me, and the feeling is mutual. <laughs> uh, oh, no. She is a toxic person in my life. She manipulates my husband, and I feel like I have no other choice than to just sit back and watch it happen. We have had numerous conversations about it, but he always says, that's my mom. She's always bad-mouthing me behind my back and then nice as pie to my face. In quotes, sometimes. I am always respectful because I would never let anyone disrespect my mother. But when is it enough? When do I put my foot down and how? My husband sees her ways. If he hears her say anything negative about me, he always sticks up for me. He's not blind to it, but he is so used to it that he just brushes it under the rug and doesn't pay any attention to it. I hate controversy. Sounds like Steph. Uh, yep, I get it. But when do I stand up for myself? Looking forward to hearing your advice. I love you guys. Okay. Aww, I love you too. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I love you. I, I like you, I guess. I mean, I haven't really... I definitely love you. We have not, you know, spent enough time together for me to make up that love decision yet. Okay. Anyway. Um, Shannon, I'm going to give you the best piece of advice that you've ever received. Oh, <clears throat> I'm excited. <clears throat> Grow a pair. Oh, stop. 
it's hard. Puff, it's hard. And when you don't like conflict, it's really hard. Now, I, I'm not married. I'm not even in a relationship. So I don't know what this particular relationship is like. But it's really hard to have difficult people in your life when you don't like conflict. I understand that. But there comes a point in time, and you're right, Shannon, you have to put your foot down. And you say, when do I do it? You do it the very next time she does anything. Right? Because you have to set ground rules. The problem is not just your husband brushing it off. The problem is you brushing it off, too. And I hate to be the one to give you that type of news, but I'm going to be honest with you. You hit us up because you wanted an honest answer. You let it happen, just like your husband does. No, well, hold on, I'm not done yet. Like, no. I'm not done yet. 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 I'm not done. Yet. I'm not done yet. Okay. And I'm not trying to be mean. I'm really not. And I and I hope that you receive this information well in terms of what I'm actually talking about here. You can't let anyone disrespect you when they're an important part of your life, okay? If someone drives by you and flicks you off or someone's rude to you in the store, that's when I say brush it off. Because you're probably never going to see that person again. And what does it matter? Okay. The problem is this is your mother-in-law. She's a part of your life, whether you like it or not. And the problem is ground rules have not been set. So she feels like she has carte blanche to run through your life saying whatever it is with no repercussions whatsoever. So this is not just your husband's issue. It is also your issue. But it's something that you need to tackle together. You need to sit down with your husband and say, listen, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being disrespected. I love you just as much as your mom does. You're a, you're a big part of my life. I don't know if you have kids. You know, let's say you do. You're the, you're the father of, of my children. And it's time that she starts acting like an adult. And if we have to push her in that direction, we have to. Stop it. Stop it. Okay, I'll, I'll let you talk then. Okay. I do think she's acting like an adult. I think she's trying to handle the situation maturely and not cause more conflict. And I meant the mother. I meant girl, the mother have to be an adult, not not Shannon. Mom has to act like an adult. Right. It's time for the mom to act like an adult. So if I if I said oh, that if absolutely. I if I said that wrong, I apologize. But I'm 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 saying this is what you have to like talk to her and express to her. Like it's time for you to act like an adult, the mother, and understand that. I'm not, I, Shannon, am not going anywhere and we have to squash our beef because we're making it difficult, not just for me, not just for my, my husband, but for the whole family. Right. Right. It's bigger than just her, both of them. Yeah. It's probably affecting Shannon's husband too, but I feel her on a spiritual level because I have difficult people in my life that are close to me and I am just like Shannon. I will let them disrespect me and treat me that way. And I don't do anything about it because I would rather just move forward and act like everything's fine and avoid conflict. So first of all, Shannon, I feel you girl. Um, and I don't know what it's like to have in-laws, but I personally feel like I would have to talk to my husband about it and say like something needs to be taken care of, you know, and he should really have your back with mm -hmm. that. 100%. I, I think it's not something you approach her by yourself. I think it's like you invite her over to the house and you and your husband come up with a plan and say, listen, I don't want to not like you, right? But some of the things you say to me make me think that you're ne we're never going to be a cohesive unit and we need to be for the family, whether whether you have her grandkids or not. Again, I don't know where you are in terms of your relationship and, and kids, but 
<clears throat> you have to sit down with her and say, listen, these are the things that I feel as though you're doing wrong or you're hurting me or, and you, and your husband has to sit there right there and he has to interject and he has to be on your side with that, with yeah. that though comes listening. So guess what? You might be doing stuff that makes her mad and you have to be ready to listen to that and take that constructive criticism coming at you too, not just going out. Which is also hard. Right. Yeah. To me, that's the hardest. I can tell people what's wrong with them all day and night, but, but, the, <laughs> but the, the second they go and tell me what's wrong with me, I'm like, but I thought I was good. Right. It's tough. Right. It's tough, but you got to man up. It really is. Like I said, you got to grow a pair and you got to, you got to come up with a plan to do it. You can't just sit there and, and complain to your husband because it is his mom, and and it's going to be easier if you both attack as a cohesive unit than you just doing it, and then all of a sudden your husband gets thrown in the middle, and now he's got to choose between his mom and his wife. That's rough. Right. And you got to tell him like that you need his support, because I understand that that's his mom, so that's really tough. But you know, when he married you, you became, in theory, the most important person in his life, so he, he does need to have your back, too. Yeah. So, okay, Steph, now that you're hearing my whole explanation, are you more, are you more (laughs) on my side? Yes, I accept it now. I get where you're coming from. I just didn't want you to say like grow a pair because I, just because I feel her and understand where she's coming from. Well, that was my start. That was my like title, like grow grow a pair, right? That that grabbed people's (laughs) attention. And now I'm like, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Right? Right, right. No, it's good. Okay. I agree. Okay, good. All right. Another problem solved. Good luck. Or, you know, you just cut good the mother- luck, Shannon. Cut the mother-in-law off. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> no, don't, I think our first piece of advice was, was better. Don't let her see her grandkids. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, use kids as weapons. People do it all the time. Okay. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Yeah, I wouldn't mind being stuck in an airport if this happened. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at hempishealth.com. 
Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy, no websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. So imagine you go to Las Vegas and you have fun with your friends and you know you're you're at the McCarran Airport, you're ready to leave, you're ready to come back here to Central Pennsylvania, but you got a little bit of time. Maybe you're hungover, maybe you didn't do so well gambling. And you said, you know what? I got a couple bucks. Let me go over there and play slot machines. If you've never been to Vegas, have you been you've never been to Vegas, have you? Okay. No. At the airport they have slot machines. Oh, really? Yeah. So you go okay. over there and you put a put a dollar in, whatever. You're playing the slot machines. And then, boom, you hit for $870,000. Oh, my gosh. I can't even imagine. $870,000. Now, it's such a weird place to have a slot machine. But they have them all over the place in Vegas, 7-Elevens, things like that. Do you know that the rudders by my house has slot machines? Does it really? I knew that some gas stations and stuff were getting them, but I didn't know any around here that yeah, had them. Yeah, like real slot machines, not the, not the skill machines that you see in bars, like slot machines. To the point where... Wow. Like, I, lo- I like going to, like, Hollywood and dropping... 20 30 bucks in the slot machine and just playing it's five minutes from my house right now and i haven't done it yet it's like good for you because it can be dangerous they built it right they did the renovation on the store put the slot machines in there's only like five of them in this little room so they built them and then covid hit and they closed them so you couldn't go in anymore and hang out in there but now they reopened them so i could go now and I gotta admit, like they're they're twenty four seven. I get I can't sleep. I get bored around one a.m. What's to stop me from going to Rudders and rocking some slots? Right, but you haven't yet. I have not yet, but that's the key word yet. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. At some point, I'm it's proud going of you though happen. for. Right, proud of you for like controlling yourself because a lot of people would be going there every day. I don't have a problem. What, what? Like you're making it seem like I'm like some recovering <laughs> gambling addict. I don't have a, pr- a problem, Steph. But a, but a lot of people do, and I'm proud of you for not having a problem. Steph, I don't have a problem. I can quit whenever I want. <laughs> okay, Pop. Okay. You're obviously very, very good. I'm not sensitive about it, okay? Why <laughs> oh, do you keep bringing it up? Yeah. Gosh. Okay. <laughs> Let's stump Steph and move on from this accusations. All right. Forty <laughs> percent of men can't tell you this about their wife. I am in this forty percent. I think I can give you close, but I can't tell you this about my wife, and forty percent of men can't do it either. Is it shoe size? Are you serious? <laughs> what? Whoa, what? Are you serious? What? Hey, everybody, we did it. Wow. Wow. That was amazing. Well, I didn't expect this to be a super hard one, but first one on the bat. All right, so, okay, so I'm going to guess 
yours, and I'm going to guess the wife's. I can't. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what she. I, I can't get the uh, the the right answer because she's busy. But like, I don't know. Eight. I'm guessing eight for her. That sounds about right. Okay, for yeah. you, for you, you have little little hands, which I'm guessing means little feet. So little I'm gonna baby feet. I'm gonna say six and a half. Oh, you nailed it! Did I get it? Yeah. Really, really. Yep, that's right. Yeah, six and a half, sometimes seven, um, but six, six and a half, and I can buy shoes in the little girl sections. Like I can yes. buy like the biggest size that kids have, and they fit me, baby feet. Now, I did order you those puff and stuff sliders. Mm-hmm. So they I'm, fit. So I'm wondering if that's how I knew that, but that was so long ago, I wouldn't have remembered that. No, I was just a guess. I was basing it on little feet or little hands. That's impressive. You did good. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's move on. (laughs) Approximately one in five men refer to their wives by this name when talking to other men. One in five men (laughs) refer to their wives by this name when talking to other men. What is it? Is it like the old lady or something? (laughs) It's not the old lady. (laughs) At what point? I mean, I'm sure at some point, maybe like there's no way I would ever refer to to the wife as that with, with my friends. I have said this. The correct answer I have said. I, I couldn't even imagine going. Yeah, me and the old lady went over to the county fair this weekend. It was so good. Yeah, I don't get that nickname. I just don't get it. Um, is it sweet or like not good? I. It's definitely not sweet, but it's definitely not bad either. I don't think so. Maybe you'll have one. You find out. Maybe you'll have a different take on it. But me personally, I don't think it's bad. But it's definitely not sweet. So it's not like babe or hun or something. Not like babe or hun or sugar butt or whatever. Sugar lips. Okay. Um, is it wifey? No. <laughs> nope. Oh, the old ball and chain. <laughs> <laughs> that might that might be as bad as the old lady. Like me and the old lady, yeah. Took the old ball and chain to vacation. Pretty, pretty decent. Went up to the Poconos. Right, right. I've heard people say that. No, no, no. This is something that people will say um, if they are under 112, which I assume only uses the old lady and old ball and chain at this point. Is it? Oh, is it the boss? Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's the boss. I have 100% used this to describe the wife. Yeah, the boss. Yep. See what the boss says. Here's a funny thing, though. She's not. Like, in our relationship, like, she's not the boss of me. No. She ain't the boss of me. No. But, you tell her boss. But in reality, I do do everything she says, and she is kind of the boss. But, yeah. Uh-huh. But she's a very lenient boss. She lets me take a lot of breaks, and she doesn't care if I show up to work. I mean, so. There you go. Yeah, she's Not a, good, a bad she, deal. She is a good boss, but I have called her the boss. All right, guys. We'll see you tomorrow for the Big Friday show. Later. It's the Puffin' Steph Podcast. <laughs>